Always with you, what cannot be done. Do you nothing that I say? Master, moving stones around is one thing. This is totally different. No, no different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Welcome back to the underground. This is episode 33. Uh, Joseph, how's it going? Going well. How about you? Good. You ready to uh, uh, to talk about some entertainment and some somewhat more lighthearted topics? Yes, I am. I I always kind of look forward to this part uh, or like this these episodes uh, because yep. we get to kind of like breathe a little bit. I know. Um, Have some fun. As as annoying as some of this stuff can be, with a lot of like the wokeness and uh, you know just people shoving their uh, their agendas into media, it, it's still significantly easier to talk about than some of the stuff that comes through on on yeah. the uh, the Tuesday episodes. So yes, it is. Um, real quick, did you want to run everybody through uh, how they can support the show? Yes, I do. So we utilize a value for value model system here. So what that means is that you can donate to us via your time, your talent and your treasure, whatever value you're receiving from our podcast. Just look in our show notes and you'll find our PayPal donation link. You can, And that's how you can donate with your treasure, obviously. And then with your uh, talent or time, you can donate by uh, if you're good at audio editing. We need help with that video editing. If you want to do any type of clip art for our podcast, if you find any news videos or articles that you think are interesting or entertainment ones, you can submit them to us and we'll be happy to cover them if we also find them intriguing. So yeah, if the is by downloading our podcast so we can uh, gauge how many people are listening. And then two, by sharing our podcast on social media, texting, sending smoke signals whatever you gotta do share <laughs> it and like and subscribe comment interact with us we enjoy it we've been getting feedback from people and it's been uh beneficial so we Absolutely. really appreciate it um and just as a, a quick reminder we are now putting all of the video versions of these episodes up on odyssey so yep. if you want to go there if you want to support us on there that is and, and just subscribe and watch the videos on there. It's actually a really, really, really beneficial way to help support us. And you know, go over to YouTube, subscribe there, like, do all the all that stuff too. Um, it's it just helps with the numbers. It helps with the algorithm. I know it's annoying and it's dumb that you have to kind of do a lot of that stuff. Uh, but for the sake of us and the show, we could really use the exposure. So thank you so much. All right. Yes. So this first topic. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's so funny um this kind of comes if you all remember i can't remember, i don't think it was last week i think it was two weeks ago um i was getting frustrated with joseph because he couldn't remember any of the names of the star wars movies <laughs> in particular the original trilogy and he and yeah. i have he and i have talked about this a little bit and just like the number of um I've seen cool. them so many times too. Sure, <laughs> sure. The the culturally like iconic movies that are out there, and so now not not all of the uh, uh not all of the things that I'm about to get into are like specifically fall into that category. And I'm still working on uh, this list that I'm making for Joseph in order to help make him um sl- more cultured. So it's called the list is uh, called Movies for Joseph, <laughs> aka cultured. making him more cultured. <laughs> um so Uh, i i joseph this is this is for you this is my gift to you and this will be something that i continue to add to as things come to mind um and i also have uh, another reason for doing this and part of that is because there's a lot of these i haven't seen in a while and i want to watch them and i want us to spend like you know 15 20 minutes uh, at the start of the Thursday show, talking about these movies, so I'm going to read a couple of them. Oh man, I gotta watch the new Star Wars movies over again. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to do it too because I, um, at those we probably will talk about a little bit less because I I feel like everyone's beaten them into the ground at this point. Uh, I mean, there's guys that I I follow online that uh have done these like two hour long deep dives into why they're bad movies, um, 
but we'll we'll do it. So here's here's the deal with this. All right. Okay. I set this up in the column next to the movie after uh, you've watched it. You're gonna have to put some sort of like check mark or just a a thing next to it, right? Um, right. And I'll I'll take extraction off since we already talked about that, and, and since you you have seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are. I've, seen, I've huh? seen most of these on here actually. Have you I've really seen over three quarters? Yeah, I've seen like eighty or ninety percent. Eighty or ninety percent? Are you yep. are, are do you do you just have a bad memory? Oh yeah, dude. You know I have a bad memory <laughs> for my accents. Okay, well listen. <laughs> That's we're, how I can remember everything. We're gonna have to. We're gonna go through some of this uh, again then. Yeah. Um, because I need. I cannot have you hosting this with me and not remembering the original star wars trilogy i would have to take notes that's yeah. the only thing is that i, I forgot them how which order they go in. take this take episode notes, i couldn't tell you so here here's the deal um and oh. partially because this will be fun to kind of go back through these and we'll be able to recommend some of this stuff to people um and i and that way you and i can kind of talk about them um some of these like the original star wars trilogy are uh are kind of grouped together right so Right. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and Hot World. Fuzz. Oh crap! Uh, Hot Fuzz uh, and World and The World's End uh, is technically a trilogy, so they don't have to be watched all at the same time. But that would be like, okay, we're gonna watch Shaun of the Dead, we're gonna watch Hot Fuzz, and then we're gonna watch The World's End, uh, mm-hmm. and then you know over the course of a couple of weeks we'll we'll talk about each one and you'll be able to give your thoughts uh, what you liked what you didn't like and i think it'll just be a fun way uh, for us to go through this and we can save we can save star wars i and to be honest i may cut everything except for the original trilogy and we might just go we might we might we might watch those because i'm okay. not necessarily keen on watching the uh the sequel trilogy either um yeah i just i've already seen it i've already seen each one two times and that was Two times too many. Uh, Last time I tried to watch Last Jedi, I couldn't even get through it. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, this is so bad. It's such a bad. I did movie. watch a new movie on Netflix this past weekend called Intrusion. Terrible movie. <laughs> Most... First off, extremely heavy, uh, but you kind of it's easy. Like, you guess the entire movie. Yeah. As you go, it's it's nothing new. It is a it's a dumb kind of thriller movie that you know the people in the show make terrible decisions and everything so um yeah. i did watch tinker taylor soldier for the first time did you like it oh dude i did yeah. did you yeah oh, i yeah. Man, I yeah, it was a good movie i don't think i've seen that it's it's been a while um okay so we'll we'll refine the list um but i know there's a couple things you haven't seen on here and so i want you to yeah. i want you to 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 uh you don't have to do it tonight but I do want you to pick something because I, I want us to start this next week so we can spend a couple minutes kind of kind of diving into it. You should um, you should put Tremors on there because I want to see Tremors again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Um, the original one. Yeah. I will I will add Tremors to the list. Yeah, so yeah. We're only on watching Tremors the first. Tremors 20 now. Yeah, we're only watching the first one. I don't really yeah. – the, the, sequ- <laughs> the sequels are not uh, – people love them. No. They're not worth the time. The first one's really the only one yeah. that uh, – that, that needs to be remembered in that way. So, um, awesome. So everybody look forward to that. Also, if you have movies that you want to suggest, um, we'll, we'll have to do that, uh, as well. All right. So, uh, we can, we've talked about extraction already. Um, the sequel's coming out. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, like I mentioned on Tuesday, I think I mentioned this on Tuesday or this might've been before the show, but extraction in my opinion is like the best movie that's on Netflix currently. Um, mm. They do decent TV, it's a but good I, movie. I, I think Netflix is all, their their selection of movies that they specifically have produced um, is terrible. Like it's just ga- like garbage tier stuff that you're like, uh, it feels like they they ran through and like only wrote one version of a script, and they're like, okay, we got the script, now we need to go do this. Let's put like one famous person in it, and then call it right. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. extraction, other than maybe being a little too long, uh, that might be one of the only things that I kind of fault it for. But it it is excellent. Definitely recommend it. Um, it's kind of got this like John Wick vibe to it with the the mm-hmm. action scenes, um, but just in more. You know, he's like a military man, so it's a little bit more in that that setting than it is like an an assassin or whatever. So, right. um, 
Okay, so Joseph, you have put um, this next uh, topic in there. Um, what are we talking about? We are talking about an update on the new James Bond movie, and I didn't—I forgot this the last time we talked about this. It's called No Time to Watch It. Uh, that's what I'm calling it. Uh, because it's already been delayed four times. And estimates have it that it would need to make anywhere between, on the low end, $700 million, on the high end, $900 million, to break even. That's just to break even. You know, it's supposed to come out in April of 2020 of last year. Then they delayed it to November 2020. Then they said April 2021 of this year. Then they said November 2021 of this year. Then they said October 8th of this year. And I didn't even realize it was coming out on October 8th uh, until I was looking into it uh, today. But this article that I have pulled up here, the director of uh, the new James Bond film admits that it is woke while also attempting to deny it. So basically, it says that uh, Carrie uh, recently admitted the movie Fukunaga. is woke while trying to deny rumors. What's yeah. go ahead? Uh, I had it right there. Fukunaga. Uh, Fukunaga. Yeah, he uh, he yeah. directed the. So it's tough because he directed the first season of True Detective, and mm-hmm. that's generally considered one of the best seasons of television ever made and so a lot of people are very conflicted about this man right now sorry go ahead yeah so (laughs) so there are terms when you're reading about a movie or when you're hearing someone like a director actor writer producer whoever talk about a movie like modernizing making it relatable um uh etc etc i could come up with more terms uh that you want to look through that really just means they're making it woke. Uh, and so yeah. he, in an interview with a Hollywood reporter, modernizing James Bond for a post me Too reality. Uh, James Bond has already been modernized. And when did the last movie of James Bond come out? Wasn't it before, after the me too movement? Cause me too movement has been around. For a while. Yeah, it was, it was, no, 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 it was, uh, oops, hang on. Let me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, there, I'll, I'll look a, it up. You look it up, and I'm going to say, you know, it, the article goes on to state how the director accuses James Bond of rape in the past, in past films. He states, is the is it Thunderbar or Goldfinger, where like basically Sean Connery's character rapes a woman, he, and yeah, <laughs> he adds, she's like, no, 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 and he's like, yes, yes, yes. That wouldn't fly today, and he's so to, complaining, okay. so, Sean. Sorry, to be fair, just to to defend that uh, the movie mm-hmm. came out in the 60s, so let's be yep. aware of the time period. But also, it was a very flirtatious thing. It's clear that no doesn't mean – who is it that – is it – Um, there's some comedian that says like there's – Daniel like, Tosh. No, 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 no. It's uh, – I think – who's the re- the redhead? Who's like really – he's like – Carrot Top? No, he's like more recent. Bill Burr. I'm pretty sure it's Bill Burr. He has this this thing that he does where he says there's two types of no's. There's no, and there's no, stop it. No, don't do yeah. that. And his, yeah. essentially what he's saying is that there's a difference between someone saying no and then the flirtatious no. Like, even if you were, like, tickling someone and they're like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? There's a difference between yeah. someone getting angry because you're doing that and someone who is saying that and not really meaning that it's it's so it's complicated and again that's kind of the problem yeah it's nuance and that's kind of the problem with hollywood now is there's no nuance in hollywood they're just like it they i heard someone say today that they are neo um oh shoot what's the term for like uh pure they're neo puritanists so the idea mm. being is that they're the new they're they're like the new puritans where like mm. nothing it's like everything in their in their worldview in this like new religion that they've created is has to come from like this pure place the biggest mm-hmm. problem is is that they are like so many of them are so corrupt and the only reason anyone's talking about this kind of stuff is because of hollywood sorry continue right. 
I'm still looking for no, the so answer to your say, question. I was going to say, there's a reason why I don't care for the old James Bond movies. Now, I know young and older women that like the older James Bond films. Uh-huh. I don't. Uh, that's not sitting here saying that they're right or, or wrong as far as the movies are concerned and what he's saying because I have never seen the old one, so I can't speak for it. But that would be applicable to their time period. That doesn't make it right, but it's in that time period. And uh, according to this article in Thunderball, Bond, played by Connery, has a flirtatious relationship with Patricia, played by Molly Peters. After Bond is almost killed on the rack, she tells him, you better come along with me, spend a few minutes in the steam room. It will help to relax you, might even shrink you back back to size. Bond responds, "Some somebody is going to wish that it had never happened. Patricia then says, well, you wouldn't tell Dr. Wayne, please, I'd lose my, my job. Bond replies, well, I suppose my silence could have a price. Then Patricia then flirts back with him, wagging her finger at him and smiling. You don't mean, oh, no. Bond says, oh, yes. So she then proceeds to open the steam room door and enters inside with Bond. Yada, 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 yada. So no one's sitting here saying that the 60 Bonds film are uh, the type of uh, James Bond is the type of man we probably wouldn't even say necessarily currently either that every man should aspire to and that the women in the flicks are what women should aspire to, right? Um, Especially in the 60s. But he's conflating the 60s with the present James Bond films. And I feel like he's undercutting his own cast by doing that because it's utilizing a lot of the uh, older James Bond villains in the Daniel Craig era. I don't know. James Bond is a very specific thing. Yep. It's been around forever. Everyone kind of knows what you're getting into, that he's the, you know, this flirtatious kind of womanizing uh, action star, right? Like it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a power fantasy to some degree. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it would seem based on, uh, yeah, like some, who relates to James Bond? <laughs> right. Well, it's like you don't you don't relate to those things. That's the oh man, like he's so like obviously it's written a specific way, and you can argue about the mm-hmm. semantics of that. But he's like great with women, right? He he's brave. He's a spy. He goes on these adventures, yep. right? Um, he's something that in the mind of men, it's like someone men want to be and women want to be with, right? That's kind of the mm-hmm. the general like like trope of it or whatever. And I understand, man, it's like, I kind of understand the idea of modernizing Bond. But again, it comes back to the thing that you and I talk about all the time. It's like, are you respecting the lore? Yeah. Are you respecting the Well, I mean, the, my whole thing is, what do you mean by modernizing? You know what I mean? That, what I, that's What they mean by the, modernizing? Respect the lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know what they mean by modernizing, but it's quite different from what I mean by modernizing. I, and I, take, and it, James Bond, James Bond has already been modernized. Yeah, Craig, Craig is a modern Bond. He's not raping women in any of the films. Right. And, and from to what be I fa- remember, he never coerces a woman into doing something that she doesn't want to do. Right. Well, as, as far as I'm aware, he's never done that. Yes. Yeah, as he, far as I'm aware, he, he's, he's never not, done that. But he has, not, especially hasn't done that in the Greg films. No, not at all. Those um, are the only ones I've seen. Yeah, he's actually, like, he had, so Casino Royale, for instance, um, he has a relationship with Eva Green's character. And they actually have a legitimate romance in that mm-hmm. movie. Now, it's it's obviously undercut by sort of like the nature of it being a Bond film and the, the betrayal and yada yada and, and so forth. But you're right. it's It's been modernized already. So it's it's so dumb that they're doing this. And all it is is that they're, they're essentially pushing their ideological message into Bond, just like they've done with Star Wars, just like they're doing with Star Trek, just like they're doing with Indiana Jones, like we talked about before, mm-hmm. um, just like they're doing with He-Man. Like, there's all of these properties that are just being, like, essentially taken uh, to be slaughtered, right, for the right. sake of this new religion that they have, the, the Neo-Puritanism. That's, that's, yep. that, that's what's happening. Um, and it's just... Yeah, it's exhausting. And like, I, I, I don't know if it was in this article. You, I, uh, you might be able to tell me, but I remember, um, I think Nerdrotic talking about this, where they were, they were like <clears throat> discussing about having some scene where one of the female characters like is on her period, and then 
th- like yeah talking about trying to make it relatable that was another yeah, word that you'll look like, for making it relatable like what um, are you doing like what what <laughs> It's like, okay, well, in order for James Bond to be relatable, does he need to go get a colonoscopy? Yeah, exactly. Do we need to have a scene where he goes to the doctor and he finds out that he has cancer? They're like prostate cancer or something like that. It's just like, this, yeah, is, so right? stu- this is so stupid. It, how? Or he's going to go get a vasectomy or yeah. something like that. How, have, how has Hollywood... It's so contrived, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. How have they gotten to this place where when they're sitting in the writer's room, they're going, how do we make this this power fantasy style movie real life right it it's insane it's absolutely insane um oh i know by the way uh specter was the last james bond movie and it was in 2015 so it's been six years seven years seven years so that may have been like i can't remember exactly when the me too movement started but it was around uh no, period, it was I like think? seven it was like a couple years after 17? So it was like 2017 okay. and 2018 is when it really started popping off um, but yeah man it just seems so contrived and so minuscule to limit women to only that and i think the other thing they had said was like someone coming out and pulling their underwear out of their butt, a wedgie or whatnot. Yeah, like, and it's oh just, my, and it makes me, it, it upsets. That's me. what you go on to be it, a lot of uh, yeah. relatable. Yeah, it upsets me because the guy they could really utilize the they could create a different role, 008, right? Make an entirely original character, uh, you know, to make more original storylines, and the 008 could be a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <laughs> they could focus on the more feminine qualities and how women have a really good grasp of emotions and knowledge and combining them. And they could use it in a way to, you know, that's one aspect, right? There's many other sure. aspects we could go off of here. You're, uh, you're also but, talking as a reasonable human being who yeah. would understand that people don't want to watch something like that to, to see a woman talk about how she's on her period. You know what I mean? Because she would need, and this is the problem. I mean, this is something that, you know, is getting talked about a lot with video games right now as well, is that, um, excuse me, the, uh, the sort of very attractive woman (laughs) is being replaced by like homely women in video games. And I understand Mm. like that people find like, you know, there is definitely like hyper sexualization, but if, yep. if you're talking about like, even with, um, I, they're, they're doing this a lot with, uh, comic book characters as well, where they're taking a woman who like one of, one of her characteristics is her sex appeal. She, like, uh, I remember one guy, one of the guys I was, I was watching was saying like Mary Jane from, uh, Spider-Man was a model right she's like an aspiring model she's a very attractive woman that is part of the characteristic of who she is um we've talked about it a little bit in the past with cowboy bebop where faye valentine is a femme fatale part of her characteristic is that she's very attractive and she uses that to her advantage that's that's a character trait it's a tool yeah it's not she's walking around talking about you know her her time of the month or whatever the case may be it's like this is not it's, it's like people again people want to you know they want to go to see movies in for the most part for escapism it's the reason it, that marvel was so popular for so many years yes it was and this is i want to bring up a point we've talked about the lord of the rings and for those who don't remember let's i'm gonna use another another analogy so there's going to be nudity in the new lord of the rings series and my whole thing is there's no need for it but the reason when it came out when it was leaked that nudity is there is to it's the elves and their transition from uh, being corrupted by Morgoth into orcs. And it's going to show a concentration like style uh, uh, process of being, them being converted uh, or, or morphed into orcs from being elves. And it's going to be re- real torturous and they're going to be nude in some of those scenes. And it's like, you don't need nudity to convey that. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's just like, what do you, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> it's contrived it's yeah you know you're forcing something because it gets an audience when you see that and i think again 
it's limiting, it's unoriginal, and I mean, I just don't think it's what's the point in seeing that in a James Bond film? It's not like James Bond ever went to go get a vasectomy or, or <laughs> dude, I wouldn't be surprised if do they just one think, in this one. Oh my god. Do they think that all men are, are like James Bond or all men are you know I just I don't know what I don't know what it's an doing. echo chamber. Uh, yeah, I, they're eating themselves alive. Yep, they're they're completely wrecking all of these very very popular franchises for the sake of their new religion, uh, mm-hmm. and it, it's why like when you're like oh well they could do this with like a new spy agent or whatever, and I'm just like I don't even want to like you just like talking about that, especially the way that they've handled a number of these sort of like female led action movies recently. Uh, there are yeah. two of them on Netflix that I've seen recently. Um, Gunpowder milkshake and this movie, Kate, they're both <laughs> terrible. Oh, yeah. Terrible Kate was terrible. Movie. I saw that too. Terrible movies. I love, um, the main actress in that. Um, Oh shoot. Her name. What's her name? Mind. I know. What you're uh, talking about. Yeah. She was in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Like 10 years ago. Uh, but yeah, that movie was not good, and and part of it is because they don't understand that it doesn't look good when a like hundred pound woman is trying to fight two hundred pound men, and these stunt men are being very uh, uh, forgiving in the way that the stunts are going. Right? Yep. Um, there is like there's a way that you could write a smart movie in that vein, right? Where she, you know, just give her like a a good IQ and help her to be like crafty and she's getting the jump. Yeah. She's getting the jump on people, not getting into one-on-one or three-on-one converse, uh, like uh, confrontations with dudes that are twice her size. It just, it, it's, yeah. it just kind of takes me out of it every single time. Like, you know, a, a girl like, uh, well, it's, it's a little bit different because the matrix had like a different thing going on with it, but it's why stuff like that's a little more forgiving and why someone like Trinity, you go, okay, well, there are reasons why Trinity's able to take on dudes that are twice her size. Um, but not only that, but she knows how to use a gun, right? So there's there's all these things that kind of uh, make up for the, the the fact that she, like, physically is not as um, big as her opponents. Yep. Uh, but, it, yeah, it's just they're not taking the time to sit there and really think out the script, really think out what they're doing. They're going, no, just have her fight all these dudes. We'll, we'll choreograph something. And it usually, it just looks sloppy. Um, and in an age where like John wick exists and you know, you could go back and, and that's, it's a male driven movie, but you could go back and watch something like the raid. Um, and the choreograph, like how well choreographed that is. It's one of the reasons why that movie, um, is so good. Uh, is just that yeah. the actions not only is it believable but it's so well done and so well shot and you're just not getting that from a lot of this stuff and again based on where hollywood is right now i have no interest in seeing like a female-led action movie it's just like yeah. it's just gonna be more bl- they just like, write it well. schlock yeah and sorry i mean it 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 sucks that it is and, that and, way and, but... and keep in mind that you and i both really like alien yeah Alien, Alien, and that's a female-led what? Dude, Terminator movie. Yeah, Terminator Two. Yep. It's just like there are there, and again, if if you want to take it to a, uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that first movie. It's not a great movie, but yeah, she she is a. She's. I'd have to go back and watch that that one in particular. But these are women who are in their element that kind of understand who they are and and they magnify the elements of what it means to be a woman. Um, mm-hmm. In those situations, with like Ripley being uh, a mother to Newt in Aliens, in particular, and um, mm-hmm. there, there's all sorts of things that you could dive into with these different characters, and it's because they're nuanced characters. Yep they 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 understand who they are and they understand their strengths and their weaknesses. Whereas in these uh, all these like modern day movies, it's just like oh she can do everything and she's better than everyone else. And it's like that's not interesting to watch. Nope. It's just like ah, and I have a bet that the uh, new female James Bond is going to be a Mary Sue. She's not going to have any obstacles or problems to overcome. She's not going to lose a fight scene. Yeah, she's going to be great at everything. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's let's go. I, I just want to mention this. Oh, and I just I always just want to back us up. We don't like Superman for that reason. Oh yeah, so I can't keep stand, in mind. Yeah, I'm not a I am not a Superman fan like <laughs> no. at all. 
it's not interesting. Yeah, I he, find he literally his his weakness is kryptonite, which you you know. Come and on. there's he a, can do literally everything else, and he holds back his power so he doesn't destroy the earth or whatever. Yeah, there's a way to make characters who have massive amounts of powers um, interest interesting. Um, conflict. I've always kind of thought like, well. I, I I'd have to kind of think about it a little bit more, but something where Superman being Superman isn't the main point of the piece of media that he's in, right? Yeah. Because uh, even in like the most de- the most recent like DC stuff that they've done for movies, he he's just there to to win in the end. That's essentially his whole like purpose. It's like yep. it's not interesting to watch because you're like, well, he's gonna win, right? Except for the right. the doomsday thing, which is like, ugh, all right, like it's it's kind of overdone to be honest. Like we all know Superman dies, yep. we all know doomsday kills Superman. Um, so I want to talk about something that I watched this weekend that you probably will not watch, um, though you might. I mean, it's no, not I will not watch it because I know what you're saying. It's not that. I've scary. already watched the trailer. It's for not it. that scary. Um, it, it's, it's not it's, that I'm scared of it. I just don't care. For it. <laughs> okay, so um, Netflix put out a show. Uh, this past weekend called Midnight Mass. Um, and it's essentially the story of the small town that uh, gets a, a new preacher and mm-hmm. he's seemingly doing miracles in the town, but there's actually like a dark like underbelly to what's, what's going on. Uh, and I just wanted to mention it shortly because if you're into this kind of stuff and if you liked uh, the previous work of the guys whose names are skipping my, they're slipping my mind right now. Um, they did haunting of things. No, they did haunting of Hill house and they did uh haunting of blind manor. So it's like the quote unquote haunting series is their thing. Uh, those are, those are the shows that they've done. Um, this is not a spooky ghost show. Um, they've already kind of like come out and talked about that. Um, and one of the ways that I would describe this, just to, depending on who you are, you might find this interesting. It's it's a um, kind of got some. It's got this mystery element to like what's really happening, but it also has this really interesting narrative of what happens to a community of uh, churchgoers when the like the gospel is not the center of mm. what they're doing, or when they're essentially when they're led astray by like a, a false uh, preacher, false pastor. But it, it's actually a little more nuanced than that because even the um, the uh, thing that is leading, like the what's leading them away, there's sort of this other arc that kind of happens with that, and almost like a redemption thing with that as well. So it's it's kind of interesting. Um, the ending is I, I kind of thought, and obviously I'm not going to spoil anything because I want people to see it. I'll tell Joseph what's going on after the show just so he kind of understands what I'm talking about. Um, but it kind of about for half the show keeps you wondering what's going on and, and how these quote unquote miracles are happening in the town. Uh, and then at the, uh, about halfway through it starts to become, uh, like obvious what's happening. And I I was just like, this is great. I was like, this is a great Mm. way of telling this sort of like Gothic tale in a modern setting. Um, not everything works, um, but it's, it's as far as I can remember, there's like, and I, I think I'm forgiving about some of the things that people might be a little too harsh on it being woke for like one of the, the, the sheriff is, um, Muslim and one of the characters who's just a terrible person, like all around through the entire show, um, she makes like subtle race, uh, like racist statements towards him about like, uh, terrorism or or you know like not belonging here like you're not one of us and mm. you know different things like that but um it's it's nothing that goes so over the top or that hasn't been in movies that kind of were around before a lot of this uh ideological garbage was there that it, it you're at the very least it's, it's pretty easy to forgive because it's not just like in your face all the time it's very much the story of this town that's down on its luck and thinks that something miraculous is happening to them uh, mm. when in reality it's it's darker than that um, significantly so um so yeah i just i it's pretty great it's got um see if i say any any more than than that i'm going to give away sort of the 
the big sort of turning point in the show. When we'll you just find say, out, hey, this is going to be a spoiler. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you afterwards. Um, if okay. you're if you're into this type of show, if you like the previous shows, you're probably going to like this too. Um, if you're Joseph and you have no taste, <laughs> move along. You might as well have just skipped this. Um, so that's oh, all. That's well. all I got to say about that. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next thing, which I think I'm trying to remember. Joseph, were you were you a fan of Cobra Kai? No. Oh my God! Why did I put any of this on here today? It's just gonna be me talking. It's just, it's just gonna be me talking. Well, I, I won't spend as long as that. They they announced the fourth season. I'm really looking forward to it because it's the kind of schlock that I enjoy. Um, that's just wholesome. Uh, you know. You like stuff. you like Cobra Kai after midnight my mass? No. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I just couldn't get into it. It's so boring. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm shaking. I know you can't see me right now. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. <sighs> oh man, I gotta increase your your palate, David. I know. I don't understand how how you're like like Lord of the Rings is your favorite thing ever, and then you're like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> and I I love you know I love Lord of the Rings, um, but you could you could essentially say the same thing about that. Hey, speaking of Lord of the Rings, I. Just started last night listening to the book by Andy Serkis. Yeah. I found a link on a particular popular website um, that was uploaded by someone else for free. So, yeah. Oh. Hit me up if you want it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, yeah. I'm not an audiobook person. You want to talk about something that will put me to sleep? Uh, audiobooks put me to sleep. Actually, I listen to it at night. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. Because it helps put me to sleep. Andy, <laughs> dude, no, no, Andy Circus does a dramatic reading, and I listen to The Hobbit, and it is really, really good. So, no one better. There's not been a better audiobook recording that I've ever listened to better than Andy Circus reading The Hobbit and now The Lord of the Rings. So, awesome. I will, yeah. I, maybe I'll check it out one of these days when I actually have some time. Um, so, this last story I wanted to bring up because I found it to be really really funny um and just it's like more of that sort of you know what what are these people thinking like why is this you know it's like they're taking something that shouldn't be an issue and turning it into an issue um Mm -hmm. so again we're all we're we're going back to there we go um bounding into comics uh, which has been a great resource, by the way. I I, I think Joseph yeah. has you've been using it quite a bit too, and mm-hmm. um, they just kind of go after the interesting stuff and the stuff that nobody else is talking about because everyone's worried about getting canceled. Um, it says Scientific um, uh, American uh, declares Jedi from Star Wars inappropriate mascots for social justice <laughs> because everybody was looking to the Jedi. <laughs> As mascots for social justice. Good night, everybody. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> no, but we we should talk about this for a second. So it says, um, social justice activists at the Scientific American, um, which, do you know what this is? I've never heard of it. I, I should have, hang on. I should have looked it up prior to. Scientific American is an American popular science magazine. Many famous scientists, including Albert Einstein, have contributed articles to it. Okay, there you go. It's a. So why are they talking about the Jedi? It's a science magazine. Here we go. Um, so they have declared the term Jedi problematic. There's that word. And I, you know, this is a the good point we should make. One of the things that uh, I think we've been trying to do on the show is point out when certain words are used. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you hear a word like, oh, this uh, scientific America finds the Jedi problematic, when you hear that word problematic, it should automatically like click something in your mind about what you're about to get yourself into. Uh, oh, yes. Like 90 the other term of the I was time. thinking of. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're the good. other term I was thinking of, too, was uh, for a global audience. That's another one that they'll mm-hmm. throw in there as well. Yep. Meaning China, <laughs> exactly. Though that that's all that seems to be on the ropes nowadays. They it, some days they're good with China, some days they're not, and Marvel seems to be in some pretty hot water with them. So, um, 
let's see. So they there was an article that was headlined called uh, "Why the Term Jedi is Problematic for Describing Programs that Promote Justice, Equality, Diversity, and Inclusion." So uh, my assumption is is that they're talking about those subjects because of STEM and this whole movement to try to get uh, you know the the message and the equality stuff and equity and all of that like into science um Mm -hmm. and kind of trying to like push that narrative and so the agenda the agenda um so it says in the article they note that jedi is being used as an acronym to stand for justice equality diversity and inclusion oh yeah i guess that works okay however they take issue with the acronym because of its association with jedi of star wars universe they specifically claim the jedi are inappropriate mascots as for why, they immediately point to race. They are a religious order of intergalactic police monks. <laughs> prone to wait, hang on. Prone to white saviorism and toxic masculinity uh, appro- approaches to conflict resolution, violent duels with phallic lightsabers, gaslighting by means of Jedi mind tricks. Hey, dude! The first time I saw. Uh... A lightsaber. I was like, you know what the, that reminds me of, dude. That's, when I was seven years old, right? You, no. Yeah. Have you seen Spaceballs? Yes. It's, it's literally so a long. Spa- I forget it. It's it's literally a Spaceballs joke. <laughs> I forgot about that. You're because right. they're like they they hold them down at their crotches in Spaceballs when they they turn on their rings. They're like your Schwartz. You know, the Schwartz. It's like his David, Schwartz, his like is longer, and he's like the Schwartz is strong with you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're making that part oh my dude they're making fun of jedi or uh star wars it's funny because they talk about white saberism and i'm like okay we'll go into african asian dude hang- south american central american lore and bring that to light yeah hang on i'm gonna give me a second like they've done with european history or whatever american history or whatever else you know so I'm typing this in. Even you can look into American history and, and do that. Plenty of that has been done. Looking into the the lore of the different cultural aspects of America. Let me see if I can find a good picture. Um, I just understand everything has to be. Is Mace Windu in this one? About political identity. Okay, here we go. I'm pulling this up. You can see this, okay. right? Yep. Okay. Woman, 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 woman. African American, if you will. I mean, it's star, it's fiction. So, what are we talking about, right? And then, like, look at all of these different, a- like, they're all aliens, right? And obviously, you have Luke Skywalker, and that's probably where they're getting their like quote unquote white savior thing from. But again, it, that's just, it's it's stupid in the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah. Look at this, this guy, right? I mean, this guy is like ugly as crap. Uh, yep. And and it's just one of those things that you look at you look at these images. Um, sorry for those of you listening to this. Um, and you're like, what? And then they go on to this thing where they say the Jedi are also an an exclusionary cult, membership to which is partially predicted on the possession of heightened uh, physic and physical abilities or force sensitivity. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you're you're taking. I imagine writing that article, you know, for Science Magazine and taking it serious. So, this reminds me of. Like it's getting closer and closer and closer to how uh, during back in the 1800s, um, you know, racism was alive and well, right? And yeah. how they were, uh, what was it? Uh, basically, all the prejudice and hatred and racism they showed black people, and how uh, they started to create, you know specific mental health disorders for black people who wanted their freedom and just different things like that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a slow track of, of going that way. Right. It's one thing that we've always talked about is, you know, an analogy that we've used before is, uh, let me try to think of another one. Are you Um, talking about the frog? (laughs) Well, no, 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 I'm not trying to, I'm not talking about the frog. I'm Uh. talking about like, if someone says to you, uh, Hey David, help me come rob this bank. Right. You're going to be like, no, you're an idiot. Yeah. They slow fade you into it and 
slowly but surely along the way convince you and convince you and convince you. Yeah. And then and they eventually try to prime you to get ready to that. They're not going to just come blatantly out and do that typically. Mm-hmm. There's other examples you can give. Um, yeah, the frog but, in boiling water or crabs in boiling water. It's like they you don't just drop them into boiling water because then they know what's going on. It's like you slowly yeah. increase the temperature, and so it kills them that way. Yeah. Um, well, that's the whole point of seduction, idea. right? Mm-hmm. Too. That's the whole point of seduction is you're seducing someone into doing something they probably originally uh, were trying to refrain from. Yeah. And, you know, again, we, I think we've said this a lot, it's just it, it's true the reason that one of the reasons we started the podcast is just so we could have these discussions in a way that was like like this is ridiculous yeah you know what i mean it's it it's like and how can we make fun of these people in a healthy way yeah <laughs> without being jerks which is difficult to do yeah i mean uh, you know, it's if people are gonna think yeah. we're jerks anyway uh, it, not yeah. everybody obviously but it's like you can't help what uh, some people think but yeah. you know it's like we were just inspired like I, I we were both kind of inspired by um you know different uh people who have been out there kind of trying to just have conversations and um you know it's like uh, we've mentioned in the past about malcolm x saying you know it's like the white man and the black man need to come down and sit at the table and um, neither one can be offended by what the other brings up and try to come to resolutions about certain things and people just don't want to do it um i'm even worried and i know this isn't really part of this or whatever but i'm even worried about um some of the people who are really really anti-woke um, yeah, th- that they're going kind of super hard, so hard into it yes. that they're starting it, it, what, uh, what is it? It's like when, if you're from one pendulum swing to the other, sure. But if it's like, if you're not, if you're not careful and you're not being discerning about certain things, you're going to start seeing it everywhere. The same way how it, they say that about people who see racism everywhere. It's like, mm-hmm. you might see wokeness everywhere where yep. if you have an, if you can sit and think about it and go, okay, well, I actually think it is important for, um, you know, someone to be able to come to someone else and be like, hey, I don't know a lot about this. Um, can we have this discussion? Are you willing to sit with me and have a, a conversation about these different things? Um, I, it's, it's a little off subject, but yeah, that's that's kind of how we end up in a, in a place where this uh, American science or uh, the uh, scientific American um, gets to a place where they're talking a, a, about Jedi, the term Jedi being problematic. It's like, it's like we're, we're in, in, and this is a good point that uh, I, I've heard from like Eric July and Nergrotic and a lot of those guys is it's like it doesn't ever end. There isn't an yeah. end point. There isn't an end goal where they go, okay, now we're done. Now we've accomplished the mission. It's just going to keep going. They're going to keep going after every franchise, everything that people have ever loved, and they're going to try to uh, send all of it to be sacrificed at the altar of um, their ideology, of, of neo uh, Puritanism. I like that term. Yep. I'm gonna start using that more. Uh, that is a good term, and they're gonna blame us, like me and you, and it's right. It's not us. You're just creating bad scripts. Yeah, it's right better. Yeah, it, and it, and you know, it's like you look back to uh, Ghostbusters. I think it was 2016, and they they were like, oh, the movie failed. Oh, well, it failed because men are misogynists. And you're like, what? Was that Ghostbusters? Or yeah, yeah. it was Ghostbusters. And then Captain Marvel did that oh. too. What's her name? Brie Larson. Yeah. Oh, dude, she like this movie wasn't I'm made like, no, for you. You didn't have any weaknesses. <laughs> Who can? What did you have to overcome? Yeah. It was. I mean, it was. Yeah. She was a, a piece of white toast. It was yes. like. Uh, Oh my lord! Well, oh, man, man. Uh, we can end it there. Uh, I, I got, I don't got anything else. I uh, think I'm good myself. Sweet. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Don't forget that you can uh, check out our show notes and find all the different ways that you can help support the show. Um, go over to Odyssey if you uh, want to listen to or, or you know see our faces and all of the stuff that we're pulling up. Um, these articles and whatnot while we while we talk about them you can see the full episodes over there we'll put clips on youtube so go subscribe over there i'm also trying to stream more um i'm uh trying to 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 do that every wednesday night though um it's probably going to take a little bit of time to get really good at that and um having uh what am i trying to say having um having that consistency while trying to keep like a social life uh is kind of that weird balance because it's like randomly people want to do stuff in the middle of the week and i'm like 
uh, okay, well, I'm probably going to do that rather than stream, but I want to keep it as yeah. consistent as possible. And, um, we're, I'm, I'm trying to have like Joseph come on and, uh, a few of the guys from our discord to just be able to kind of like talk about different stuff. Uh, so I'll just be playing video games and they'll be talking about lizard people or, you know, whatever <laughs> happens to be on their mind, uh, that week. And it's just going to be fun. It's not going to be like serious. Um, you know, people pull up articles. We'll just, we'll have a good time. So, yeah. uh, you can, uh, you can either, uh, really you can go over to twitch if you prefer twitch and it'll be on youtube as well so i'm trying to 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 hit both of those platforms at the same time um so again thank you guys for listening and we'll we'll uh we'll be back on tuesday politics ruins everything be impatient with them i try to but you got room temperature iq expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who got opinions not worth this what's under my shoe y'all tripping on truth when we call it out because y'all people as goofy as i'll get out if y'all with them and not with you i'd sit out because every rapper's on the list now mad at a pitch count flowing heaters like my soul's beat up no people focus on hoaxes in the shows he book and i'm hoping to open doors and i got foes and such but i know that i'll be opposing to the goal i must start attacking ain't lacking my brains lashed in same way that i game is the same way of the back end all the pain that i bring up is like the pain to the batman i'm back cracking whack trends claiming they rap fans and backtracking give a crap about the what's his face only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at subway and y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate and you are a disaster and this can only go one way and you're steady flashing guns in your music viz and i know you do it for the fun but what you doing is abusing every rule of course you can use it quick you're showing the world you don't know what you are doing kid Spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or with me. Oh well, it'll be co chance in hell, so riddle me this. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient, opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this message. Oh, you a hypocrite, and I'm in awe because the diversity you advocate is not in thought. You get away with Cause you placed in a freaking chamber with echoes ringing Surrounded by a bunch of brainless Your aim is yet all the same shame Cause you ain't slick afraid to relate other things Cause you nameless, tainted, weak, empathetic You epitomize